Welcome to Let's Review RN. My name is Bryn O'Donnell, and I'm a certified adult and geriatric nurse practitioner. I work as a cardiology APN and function as a visiting professor and clinical instructor for a BSN program. This is an independent production by myself, and I am not representing any educational institution. My goal is to deliver a condensed but robust review on topics primarily discussed in Adult Health 1 and 2 and some pieces of pharmacology of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Let's Review RN. Today, we're going to talk about thyroid storm. Thyroid storm is a life-threatening complication that is associated with untreated or undertreated hyperthyroidism, resulting in excess thyroid hormones circulating in the bloodstream. It's often seen in females, but it is a very rare condition, but very serious, and therefore it should definitely be educated on. It is not something that can be treated or resolved overnight, but rather it can last several weeks or months. I discussed in depth the pathophysiology of thyroid regulation and how hyperthyroidism occurs in my podcast titled Hyperthyroidism. I highly encourage you to check that podcast out. It's important not to confuse thyroid storm with myxedema coma. Myxedema coma is a life-threatening complication of hypothyroidism versus thyroid storm is a life-threatening complication of hyperthyroidism. Thyroid storm can be thought of as a very severe situation where this is an aggressive amount of thyroid production and their symptoms will be very similar to hyperthyroidism, but extreme. They will often present with high fevers, high blood pressures, tachycardia, meaning elevated heart rates. The respiratory rate can be increased. Patients can experience diarrhea. They may be very agitated, restless, or even confused, and they may even have loss of consciousness. There are several causes that can contribute to thyroid storm, the first of many causes being untreated or undertreated hyperthyroidism. Untreated hyperthyroidism can occur from a patient not knowing that they have hyperthyroidism and therefore there is no official diagnosis and the patient is not being treated with any antithyroid medication. Undertreated hyperthyroidism stems from when a patient is being treated for hyperthyroidism with tapazole, or other forms of antithyroid medication, but they may not be on a high enough dose to prevent excess release of thyroid hormone, thus causing thyroid storm. Other causes can be from increased amount of stress on the body, such as surgery or trauma, and also illness can exacerbate thyroid storm. Graves' disease is also a cause which correlates back to being undertreated or not treated at all, Also, they may be taking additional medications or supplements that increase thyroid hormones, such as aspirin. Pregnancy can also be a factor that induces thyroid storm due to hormone shifts. As far as nursing interventions and treatments, you want to monitor vital signs such as heart rate, blood pressure, respiratory rate, and assess for respiratory failure and need for mechanical ventilation. EKG changes may be seen, and you do want to pay attention to their body temperature. We will prioritize treating patients' fevers with acetaminophen and treat any associated cardiac symptoms with hyperthyroidism such as palpitations, tachycardia, and hypertension with beta blockers such as propranolol or metoprolol. 
We want to promote an appropriate environment, a quiet environment, so that they do not become overstimulated. They need to avoid foods with iodine, specifically seaweed, seafood, dairy, and eggs. We also want to administer appropriate medications to to decrease their thyroid hormone levels, such as antithyroid medications, such as tapazol or PTU, which block the synthesis of thyroid hormones. Tapazol is a very common antithyroid medication that is used due to its very low side effect profile. However, it cannot be used in the first trimester of pregnancy, and rather PTU or propothyrosol is used. But there is common side effect with liver failure with PTU, and we need to be sure that we're monitoring patients for liver failure by monitoring their liver enzymes, ALT and AST. Another common side effect of antithyroid medication is agranulocytosis, which is when you have significantly low white blood cell count, most commonly neutrophils, resulting in neutropenia, which then places the patient in immunosuppressed state or at high risk for infections. We can also see aplastic anemia, which is when red blood cell count is low. There are medications that block the release or secretion of the thyroid hormones, and this is done with iodine solution. Again, iodine solution does not inhibit the synthesis, but rather blocks the secretion of thyroid hormones. I mentioned previously about the use of beta blockers to help with side effects such as palpitations, tachycardia, and hypertension. And you do not want to utilize beta blockers in patients who have a history of bronchospasms or asthma, as this can exacerbate these problems. Glucocorticoids, such as dexamethasone, may be administered to help reduce further secretion or synthesis of thyroid hormones. Well, that's it for today. Simple, easy, and to the point. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode of Let's Review RN. Remember, you can always find me at Instagram handle Let's Review RN. You can leave me a message, ask me a question, or request topics you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast. I'd also like to ask you to take a few seconds to rate and review the podcast, if at all possible. Your words might be enough to encourage someone else to come learn with us. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.